It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning at Wax, a nice cool Tuesday morning, too, for chore time here at the shank of the day. Bob and Joe with you here on Wax 104.5, and I left the house this morning, Jill, and I couldn't believe how cool it was. After It was a hot day yesterday. It was a hot day. I slept in the basement again. So. Well, that's not a bad choice, that's for sure. I turned the air conditioning on, which I don't do a lot, but it was brutal last night and yesterday afternoon, so I, I turned the air conditioning on, but I'm going to turn it off pretty soon when I get done here and get home before we go to the fair. And it is fair season this week starts a whole lot of fairs over the next month, month and a half. What do we got this week? We've got the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls, and we've got the Trempolo County Fair in Galesville. Now, uh, I don't think Trempolo starts quite today, but uh, in Chippewa Falls, there will be some judging today, right? There will be. There's open class judging, and there's junior swine judging today, starting at 9 o'clock. All right, so uh, we'll be up there for that, and I think... uh, Take a look at Wednesday there on the schedule for the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. I think the meat animal auction will be tomorrow night uh, about 6 or 7 o'clock, something like that. Is that on the schedule? Well, I'm having a little trouble because I didn't highlight it. (laughs) But it says junior judging sheep is tomorrow morning at 8.30. And then there's open show judging. Should be Wednesday evening in the Coliseum, the uh, market animal sale. I All don't right. have it here, and we must maybe we cut that part right. off. Well, we might. We'll do some <laughs> we more. Might. We'll our do copy some more machine doesn't. Our copy machine doesn't always do what we want it to do. So that's going on. Also, the uh, crop progress uh, cheese numbers are out. Uh, export numbers are out. And a young lady that we've known for a long, long time is going to be sitting on a very important board as far as uh, national farm safety is concerned. So we've got lots to talk about, including the weather, which. Not bad for fair week when you're talking temperatures in the upper 70s, lower 80s. That's pretty good. Rather than yesterday putting those hogs in place at 90 degrees, that's not fun. So we'll uh, we'll do all that stuff. But again, Derek Dahlman is over in the Skywarn 13 weather room. We'll get the weather update and the forecast from him. We got lots to do on a Tuesday morning at WAC. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's take a look at our fair forecast. Because we start officially, I guess, or unofficially, the fair season in the area this week. Trempolo County and the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls. Forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Remember, new 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available at ChilsonMotors.com. 78 the hot today under partly cloudy skies, down to 58 tonight, so again, good sleeping weather. Tomorrow, 77. Now, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, there are slight chances of rain, scattered showers throughout the area. That's what it is right now. We'll check with Derek Dahlman and see if he's got any more specifics as far as where that uh, chances of rain might be the best. But again, that's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Some off and on chances of rain. Temperatures very nice, upper 70s to low 80s. And over the weekend, we should be in the low 80s. Partly cloudy skies. Not a bad week, and we can certainly use the rain, as the crop report shows this week. We uh, we need some more. And then a quick update, as we did a little checking, 
yours truly downloaded the Northern Wisconsin State Fair schedule. <laughs> downloaded last year's. <laughs> and so Jill has uh, done some investigating, and we said the hogs were at 9 o'clock this morning, but you found out now. The hogs are at 2 o'clock today. 2 o'clock this afternoon. All right, so we'll... Uh, We'll make that adjustment. So, again, it's fair season. It's also about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. That means it's news time. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Over 42 million Americans are under heat warnings this week. Extreme heat is already hitting the southwest in states including California and Arizona, and the dangerous conditions are only expected to get worse. Parts of Texas and Florida are also feeling the heat blast this week and could see record temperatures. President Biden is set to meet one-on-one with Ukrainian President Zelensky at this week's NATO summit in Europe. Ryan Shook reports. The White House confirmed the news, and CNN reports the meeting will take place Wednesday. Russia's war in Ukraine is among the top agenda items for NATO leaders. Biden recently made clear that he thinks the war must end before Kyiv can join the alliance. President Biden landed in Lithuania earlier Monday for the two-day summit. I'm Brian Shook. The Marine Corps is without a leader for the first time in over 160 years. Commandant General David Berger officially retired Monday, leaving his assistant commandant as acting leader until he's confirmed in the Senate. But Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama has a hold on Pentagon nominees over its abortion policies. It provides paid leave and reimbursement costs for service members who cross state lines to get the procedure. Tuberville says it violates a law prohibiting federal funds from paying for abortions. The city of Memphis is attempting to stop a civil lawsuit filed by Tyree Nichols' mother and his estate. Lisa Taylor has more. The motion was filed saying the city was not responsible for Nichols' death, adding that it was five rogue police officers. Nichols was beaten by Memphis police during a traffic stop and died from his injuries days later. In the lawsuit, the city says that it does not condone the actions of the officers, but adds the city itself should not be held liable. I'm Lisa Taylor. And moviegoers are snapping up tickets to see two blockbusters being released next week. AMC Theaters says about 20,000 of its Stubbs members have purchased tickets to see Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day, July 21st. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, weather as we get into fair season, not too bad. Our weather forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. And you can check out the great selection of new Rams available right now at ChilsonMotors.com. Again, partly cloudy today, 78 degrees for what is kind of opening day, I guess we call it, for the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. We've got 58 overnight. Tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, there are scattered showers possible as temperatures will be upper 70s to lower 80s. And over the weekend... Partly cloudy Saturday and Sunday, temperatures in the low 80s. Very nice, cool 48 in Rice Lake right now. Medford at 52, Wausau 57, Marshfield 56, 62 in La Crosse, 60 in Green Bay. Madison Sun Prairie at 67 this morning, 75 in Milwaukee, and a very comfortable 57 degrees outside our back doors. Agriculture. 
It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven minutes after five o'clock, and we got lots to do as far as the markets. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, let's start off the week with the livestock. Where'd they go yesterday? Choice fed beef steers are 170 to 188 with mixed at 169 and down. Choice fed beef heifers are 170 to 184 with mixed at 169 and down. Choice fed Holstein steers are 150 to 163 with select and silage fed steers 149 and down. Cows are 80 to 107 with a top of 134. Bulls are 108 to 129. Butcher hogs are 51 to 92. Sows are 48 to 55 with boars at 21 to 29. New crop market lambs are 170 to 202 and feeder lambs are 99 to 180. And taking a look at the Mercantile Exchange yesterday at the close, cattle prices were higher, hogs were lower. August live cattle closed 177.20, that was up 20 cents. October at 179.95, up 57. December 183.75, up 57. February cattle 187.10, that was up 35. Feeder cattle for August $246.25, 100, that's up 82. September at two forty nine forty seven up eighty seven. October up a dollar at two fifty one twenty two. November up ninety cents at two fifty one fifty. In January feeder cattle two forty nine fifty up seventy five. Hogs were lower. July hogs closed at ninety eight eighty. That's down twenty. August ninety four seventeen down ninety seven. October at eighty one seventeen down twenty. December hogs at seventy five ninety two, and that was down a dime. On the board of trade, it was higher yesterday. Beans were 27 to 28 cents higher. Dry weather, lower ending stocks with that planting report. Corn and nickel higher is still some of the lowest prices since 2023 lingering right now. Overnight, the markets were higher. December corn up a nickel at 504. Oats up 23 at 444. December wheat up 11 at 674. November soybeans after closing 27 to 28 cents higher yesterday. Up another 16 to 17 cents overnight. November beans at 13.62. Meal up 6.60 a ton at 395 dollars and 50 cents. Dairy markets were higher, and uh, they got to keep going that direction too. Barrel cheese up two at 140. Blacks up five and a quarter at 144 and a half. The butter up a cent and a quarter at 249 and a quarter. July class three was up two cents, 13.92. August up 37 at 14.89. September back over sixteen dollars, but just barely sixteen oh one up thirty nine. October up seventeen at sixteen eighty five. November up eleven at seventeen forty two. As prices were higher through May, so that's where we are with the markets this morning. And we're going to go to uh, farm technology days. You want to go on a tour of a dairy farm? That's possible, but again, you got to do it ahead of time. You got to get your reservation in. Go to farm technology days. And get on a bus because they're limited. They're not going to be like they usually do, just buses going all the time. So you've got to get your reservation in ahead of time. But we'll hear what the dairy farm is all about next. Right here on Wax, 10 and a half minutes after 5, 57 degrees, 78. The high today should be a good one. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Farm Technology Days 2023 includes off-site farm tours. One of those farm tours is going to be at the Narrows Dairy Farm run by Ken Nolden in the Rock Springs area. And Ken, tell us a little bit about the operation 
How long have you been there, and what's the lay of the land as far as your dairy housing, how many cows, what's the milking facility all about? We've been here at this location for 26 years now. It's a family operation with myself and my son, Matthew, leading up the charge. We work with 160 cow herd. We run a little over 450 acres of ground. We're running a a freestyle operation, and we've been milking with Rayleigh robots for about 13 years now. What was the reason to go to the robots? Prior to robots, we had been uh, milking three times a day for more than 15 years, and trying to maintain that schedule was getting to be a challenge or wearing me down more than more than I thought was necessary. Robots had, in my mind, proven up as a possibility, technology-wise. Also, rotational grazing, composting, cover crops. <laughs> Tell us about uh, some of that. What are you doing as far as the cover crops, the rotational grazing? Rotational grazing, we've done various things with it. Right now, bread heifers is where we're using it uh, continuously. We have some hillier ground that I'd rather not be doing row crops on, so that's our choice to rotationally graze with our bread heifers on that ground. You mentioned cover crops. I feel good about the concept of, of trying to improve my soil continuously, and cover crops have been a, a strong part of that. We, we do cover pretty much every acre, get the cover crops in in the fall after corn crops come out. Now, the operation is going to be part of Farm Technology Days. How much are the people that come through on the bus going to be able to see as far as the dairy operation, the cows, the robots, and things like that, Ken? I do intend to be able to get people right in by the robots. Space will be a bit of a challenge, but if everyone works together, we should be able to all get to see right up close to how that functions and the cow barns. We do have one previously unmentioned piece of technology that I just added, and that's NIR feed testing on farm. We should be able to get to present that, too. A modern dairy farm, NIR feed testing, robots, cover crops, what a modern dairy farm is all about. You'll be able to tour it. The Ken Nolden family, he and his son Matthew, the Narrows Dairy Farm in the Rock Springs area. If you want to go on those tours, though, right now, go to farmtechnologydays.com and get registered to visit the Narrows Dairy Farm at Farm Technology Days in Baraboo, July 18th, 19th, and 20th. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got some news to get to, 57 degrees, and uh, Jill, what, uh, what's happening around the area? Well, Wisconsin is still the big cheese as we lead the nation in total cheese production. That production in May across the state totaled almost 302 million pounds. That's up 1.2% from last year, according to the latest Dairy Products Production Report released by the USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service. Wisconsin leads the nation nation in the production of cheddar in May with 62 million pounds produced by our cheesemakers. That's up over 4% from last year. We are also second in production of mozzarella and Italian cheeses just behind California. 
and make pork May pork exports were the highest in two years. Pork exports in May reached over six two hundred sixty one thousand metric tons. That's up sixteen percent from a year ago and the largest since May twenty twenty one, according to data released by the USDA and compiled by the US Meat Export Federation. Export values for pork climbed twelve percent in May to just over seven hundred thirty one thousand $731 million, also the highest since May 2021. Leading buyers of the U.S. pork include Mexico, Taiwan, and South Korea. Exports to Australia, Central America, and Malaysia were also higher compared to the past few months. For the first five months of the year, U.S. pork exports were 14% higher than last year at 1.2 million metric tons with a value of $3.4 billion. That's up 13%. On the other hand, May U.S. beef exports fell below last year's record highs. Exports of U.S. beef totaled just over 116,000 metric tons. That's down 14% from a year ago, but up 4% from April. Export value for beef was $875 million. That's down 19% from last year, but 2% above April's values. Exports to Mexico, Taiwan, and South Africa strengthened in May, with beef export values to Canada the highest in eight years. For the first five months of the year, beef exports were down 10% to just over 554,000 metric tons, with a value of $4 billion, but that is down 21%. All right, so a little bit of update on our foreign sales. Our exports are lagging this year. We'll not be setting any records this year as far as Agricultural exports are concerned. China is a wild card and uh, more wild than a card, that's for sure. They're very unpredictable. Coming up more on Farm Technology Days, a lot of exhibitors going to be on the grounds. We'll hear about that coming up next on Wax. It's 19 and a half after 5 o'clock, 57 degrees. It's nice out there. For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Change. It's never easy for any of us, but it's happening all the time. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn here in Madison. We're getting ready to witness some change during Wisconsin Farm Technology Days 2023. It's being held at what we call a neutral site this year, the Badgers Team and Gas Engine Club Grounds. That's between Wisconsin Dells and Baraboo. We told you the story earlier with uh, Farm Technology Days General Manager Arnie Gentleman about why they went to this site for the 2023 show. It was in part because decisions had to be made during the pandemic on where the state's largest outdoor agriculture event would be headed. This was the location they decided on. I talked with Anna Maynard, who is the commercial exhibits coordinator for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. As you can imagine, commercial exhibitors don't necessarily like change either. But she says in this case, they were happy to hear the outcome. Very positive. Um, I think they wanted to know what the program was. How are we going to get people here? What were we going to feature and and work on? And so we assured them we were going to have tours. Um, I think that was an important, critical part. We assured them that we were going to have various demonstrations all around the grounds. I think those were all key things. Um, Exhibitors are coming in. We're at about 425. I think we'll be at about 500 by the time the show um, starts on the 18th. Um, But 
I think they're excited about it because we've done a lot. We've mm-hmm. tried to do a lot to bring people in. You know, and you were t- having these conversations. People have to understand, you were having these conversations as many of these agribusinesses, these companies, were trying to figure out their way forward after a pandemic. Right. When You know, we planned this several years in advance. So... 2019, we started looking. COVID comes in the fall. 2020, COVID's in full swing. Is anybody going to be able to go anywhere? We're shut down. We can't do anything. How do you find a farm and convince them, yeah, in two years it's going to be okay when none of us knew that it was going to be okay? And so um, there there was that hesitation. And so we had to find a place. And we thought, this is really a good place. There's lots of buildings. There's lots of electrical infrastructure here already. They've got gates. They've got roads. They've got a lot of the things that we needed because we knew it was going to be a tough, a tougher show um, because it wasn't the norm. Right. Well, there are a lot of normal elements, though, like you said, that you keep coming back to. We're at the Badgers Team and Gas Engine Club grounds between Wisconsin Dells and Baraboo. Unique location that way. Now, field demonstrations, uh, getting the large agribusiness companies to engage in a facility that's known for heritage. Did you have have to walk them through that too? Um, a little bit, but really not. I think they understood that we've always had that heritage component to this show, but that um, we try to do the, the technology, you know, getting the drones to come in and, and cover that getting you know chevy to be here with their electric trucks ride and drive getting you know um equipment dealers to come in and and show what their new technology is i i think they realize that that is what this show is about and um are supporting it good now do we see any new companies that are interested in this show not necessarily i don't care about size but are we seeing any new avenues Uh, software or something like that that people might be surprised about, Anna? We are seeing new companies. It's interesting. One of the things I wanted to point out is we're going to food trucks this year. So we do have companies that are coming that are showing their value-added products. You know, um, Wisconsin Meats is going to be here selling their sausage and things for a take-home product. Um, Way more of any of that than we've had in the past um, because people are interested in this new way We don't have to cook our own burgers. There's people out there that are doing this professionally. Let them come in and support another segment of the economy. Um, Yes, we're always getting new local. McFarland has not been a big participant in the show in the past, but now we're right here in their backyard. And so they're here and they're showing us their support. Um, We are. We're getting companies like Sensor One, um, software companies, companies that are... Um, looking at technology in different ways, um, the drone, Maverick drones mm-hmm. here with, you know, spray your field. You can't find a person to work and drive on the tractor. Sit here and maneuver your, your drone yourself. So we do have a lot of that type of technology because labor is a big issue for farms oh now. God, yeah. Yeah. You know, the other thing that people have to understand is you have traditionally reached out to the same companies that list changes it's from your standpoint trying to recruit all these explain to people how and it's not just you alone how do you try to figure out recruiting new companies to be involved in a show that moves all over the state 
Well, you really got to work on promotion. So here we worked with the Baraboo Chamber of Commerce, the Reedsburg Chamber of Commerce. Both were very supportive in getting the word out to their companies that were here in their area, and we want them to participate. Also, you know, we were missing a little bit of here. We didn't have the county component, which a lot of times you get um, a lot of support from them introducing new businesses. But here, the uh, Sauk County Conservation, the Sauk County, um, oh, the Veterans Services is going to be here, and Health Services is going to be here, and um, Melissa with Land Conservation is going to be here. Uh, they have been really helpful in reaching out to companies. Melissa knew the, the farms that were gonna could do the tours, and so that was a natural connection. So um, it's by working through people that live here. Right. Well, and that's the key to this show's success anywhere it goes. Project for me now, Anna. Out, we already know where the next two years show it's going to be 24 and 25. Is it still feeling like this show as it is has got legs to go another 70 years well we've actually made changes for 2025 we're partnering directly with the farm so we've found that there's been farms across the state that want, would like to host farm technology days but they didn't have that county support maybe you know there used to be ag agents in every county and there aren't ag agents anymore and so they don't have the personnel to put into being that partner to the show so we've decided we're going directly to the farms mm. We're going to find the farm to be the partner. We're going to work with them. We're going to work with the companies that have supported them and um, do it that way. Because these farms support their community. They're a big major part of their community. You know, the dollars that they generate, whether it be in wages to their employees, whether it be in what they spend in the community, they are a major factor. And so we've decided to go that way because it has become too difficult to recruit um, counties and then look for a farm. So we're going to go straight to the farm. Excellent. Now, let got to ask you, like I said at the outset, you know everything there is to know about this show. But I also know that you and Chuck have thought about, well, maybe we take a step back. That's an issue for the show, too. All of us are getting to that age where we'd like to be able to take a step back. What does that You Talk about estate planning for the show leadership? <laughs> well... Um, we have committed to this show that we're going to be here for at least through 2025. The Clinton Farm specifically said, we'll do this for you and Chuck. Um, so they're going to they're gonna do this in 2025. And after this show, we'll make a decision about where we go for 2026. But I have to say, I've already been reached out by farms that are interested in hosting 2026 directly. And again, that's Anna, Meyer, Anna Maynard. And uh, she is a big part now. It takes care of all the exhibits at Farm Technology Days and gets them all signed up and uh, ongoing. The show is definitely changing. When the extension service pulled out, it made a big difference in how this show operates. So, again, uh, Farm Technology Days moving ahead. Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club. But, again, a lot of tours off the farm. Things will be going on. 5.30 in the morning. That's still a week or better away. No, a week from today it starts, actually, so <laughs> that's not far away. But again, uh, today we got Northern Wisconsin State Fair kicking off. Let's find out about uh, the weather at the fair. Derek Dahlman is with us. Good morning, Derek. I'm early. Oh, that's right. I'm early. we got other things to do here. We'll get to, we'll get, to, i got to get to Rocky. I'm all mixed up here. Rocky's going to join us next. 
Well, we're Premier Livestock. Sorry about that. Rocky probably said, what in the world's going on? A lot of people are. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, it's a good thing I've got handlers around here to keep me on the straight and narrow because I certainly need it. So let's get the schedule back on track. Let's get over to Premier Livestock and with you. Rocky is with us. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. Well, did you have a good time last week? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Oh, that's good. The kids enjoyed having Dad around a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a nice time to reconnect. So. That is for sure. Well, that was last week. This week, you got to go back to work. How did it go Monday? Uh, busy, busy Monday, Bob. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how yesterday, Monday's auction shaped up. Like I said, very busy Monday. Uh, we sold over 1,400 head of livestock. Markets all steady to strong. High choice and prime Holstein steers 147 to 163. Uh, choice beef steers and heifers up to $1.74. High yielding market cows from $1.05 all the way up to $1.28. Most of the other cows from 85 to 104. High yielding market bulls from $1.05 to $1.27. Uh, organic market cows uh, from 125 to 163 with the organic steers up to $1.79. Newborn Holstein bull calves continue strong, mostly from 200 to 360 per head. Beef cross calves from 350 to 660. Holstein heifer calves up to 190. Today, Tuesday, uh, today's our special feeder cattle auction. We're expecting six to 800 head of feeder cattle. Uh, we're also going to have bred beef cows. We're going to have cow calf pairs, and we're going to have beef breeding bulls. Uh, full listing at Premier Livestock and Auctions dot com. Also tomorrow Wednesday, we're going to have a big hay auction. Lots of hay and bedding. Uh, we'll get some uh, Western alfalfa in as well. Uh, and we'll have our dairy cattle auction tomorrow. We're going to have over 200 Holstein Parlor Freestall cows, lots of Springers. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier at 715-229-2500. Uh, we'll also have that uh, big uh, machinery auction coming up on August 25th. We are taking in consignments daily for that. Uh, like I said, big machinery auction will be August 25th, going to be right around the corner. So that is the way things are shaping up. Uh, do you have a horse sale before that? We do. We got a horse sale this Friday. Oh, you do? Yep. All right. All right. We got a big, got a big free lunch. Uh, we did that. If you want to come over, or you could come over for that also. We never know. I've never turned out a free lunch. All right. <laughs> we'll come on over. All right. Thanks, Rocky. Have a good one. Thank you, Bob. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. So uh, what's it look like for all the things that are going on this week around the area? including the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Again, hog judging 2 o'clock this afternoon. With the new buildings, they've changed the calendar and changed the schedule and how things are going to work. So, uh, again, hogs were always in the morning, right away in the cool of the day. But, uh, I don't know, like 2 o'clock this afternoon must be showing an air conditioning. We'll find out, although they're not going to have a real hot day. I don't think... Let's find out from the expert. Derek Dahlman is over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Derek. Good morning, Bob. This is Mike Dandre. He must be having quite a honeymoon. Yeah, about a week and a half down there. He's not back until Saturday. He's actually working for me. Oh, my goodness me. Well, good for him. That's the way to get it started. Get his marriage started off on the right foot, that's for sure. Yes, I tell you what, though, he forgot the sunblock because I see pictures every day and he's getting just a little more red by the day. <laughs> well, that could happen. Yep. I'll tell you one thing, it was brutally hot. Yeah, it got hotter than I thought it was going to get, but boy, I left the house this morning and 
What a difference overnight. Oh, I know. That's the magic of a cold front right there. We've gotten into more of that cooler and drier northerly flow, and that's what's going to stick around here throughout the day. So if you have any outdoor plans, expect beautiful weather. We're looking at plenty of sunshine, dew points into the comfortable 40s and 50s. And on top of that, the temperature is actually going to be running just a few degrees below average into the upper 70s. Meanwhile, this evening, we are tracking chances of just a few scattered showers. Skies will turn partly to mostly cloudy lows drop into the upper 50s and then for tomorrow we'll have sun and clouds a chance of a few scattered showers so if you are heading out to the northern wisconsin state fairs it might be wise just to bring that umbrella in case we'll see highs around 77 just a small chance of isolated showers and storms on thursday and temperatures right around average in the low 80s right now in eau claire it's currently 53 degrees i'm skywarn 13 meteorologist Derek dahlman oh that's good sleeping weather isn't it 53 yeah, it'll be a good time to give that AC a break, have the windows open. I actually had mine crack last night. It felt nice. Yeah, I know. I went to bed with the air conditioning on, but that'll change in a hurry this morning. That's for sure. All right, Derek. Hey, thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Yep, you too, Bob. There he goes. Derek Dahlman over at Skywarn 13, taking a look at our weather, and we're not done. Lots of things going on around the area. We'll find out from Morgan what some of the things are in the news area. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're sneaking up on 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Let's get into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Are you uh, a fair goer? Did you go to the fair at Dunn County Fair as a kid and uh, parade around all the time? I had my fair share of funnel cakes and one or two goldfish <laughs> along the way, I tell you. Yeah, that's right. You know, and uh, it's unbelievable the people that, that turn out you haven't seen for a long time. The fair just brings people out. Yeah, well, and the weather actually looks to be cooperative yeah. this time because I know uh, so many kids and families camp out in the barns and stay close to their animals this time of year. So it is definitely uh, rearing up again. You're going to head out there for a hog judging today? Well, we'll probably get out there and sit and watch. I haven't seen the inside of the new buildings yet, mm-hmm. so that's what I want to see, you know, more than the hog judging. Although I like to watch the hog judging and the judging, but I want to see the buildings. You're so. not going to try to win me a teddy bear this year? I might. <laughs> this is the year? I think I've got some old ones in the garage. <laughs> oh, great. I thought maybe you were going to swing the hammer and hit, you know, do that uh, strength contest. No, they've, uh, they banned me from that. I blew the bell off it one year. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. We, we did that have that right. as a news story a that's couple right. years ago. Absolutely. Not happened very often. But Superman. We yep, that's right. <laughs> we're going to start with headlines that take us away from the midway and uh, definitely dip into some local headlines, and that includes Dunn County. Good morning. What we're learning today is the sheriff in Dunn County is looking into a string of mailbox explosions. Now, deputies say they got a call about a handful of mailboxes that blew up in the township of Rock Creek on Saturday. Investigators not saying what they used to blow the mailboxes up, but say it was likely fireworks or some other kind of homemade explosive. Sheriff's office saying that they're likely not targeted and no reports of any injuries. Looking into uh, headlines from the Chippewa area, strike at line of Kugels in Chippewa Falls as some of the plant's workers walked off the job. The local Teamsters Union says up to 45 people are on strike asking for more money and a new contract. Alinee's rep says the company has made a competitive offer. The brewery doesn't expect the strike to disrupt the flow of the beer. It's the first time there's been a strike at Alinee since the 80s. 
Looking at the political stage, it seems like, uh, well, Election Day 2024 is moving up all too soon, 15 months away from that, and already action with a new hat in the ring. Race for Congress in western Wisconsin, and that's our area, so we'll look at the names a little bit closer. Democrat Rebecca Cook yesterday said she's entering the race to take on Republican Congressman Derek Van Orden. Cook ran two years ago, you maybe remember that, and I didn't make it out of the Democratic primary. This time around, she said she wants to connect with more people in the Eau Claire area and the rest of the western part of Scotland. Van Orden is serving his first term and seen as a possible target for Democrats next fall. On the other side, as we show you different sides so you can decide, his campaign says Cook is extreme and wrong for Western Wisconsin. And yesterday was a hot one. I know Bob had his AC on, which is rare, but if you're looking to cool down, how about a sweet treat? It's the month to do it. We had June Dairy Month, and July is, well, ice cream month. New flavors. Monster Cookie Dough Ice Cream features vanilla ice cream laced with brown sugar and loaded with candy-coated chocolate morsels, peanut butter cookie dough pieces, and dark chocolate chunks. President Ronald Reagan gave July the title of National Ice Cream Month in 1984 and designated the third Sunday of July National Ice Cream Day. That's July the 16th this year. The brand new flavor is in stores now in half-gallon and pint sizes. I'm Mark Mayfield. And, of course, you can only get that ice cream if you have the milk, and that involves doing the chores. We better take it back to the barn with Bob Bolsold, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Don't you love summer in Wisconsin, June Dairy Month, and the cheese curds and the dairy breakfast, now mm-hmm. a July ice cream month and fairs? Oh, wow. my favorite. Yeah. My great-grandma used to dish us up. We got a scoop apiece. That's what we got when really? it was summer. Yep, she'd get the old vanilla out and never anything <laughs> fancy. Back then, we didn't have anything fancy. Tell me you know, about way it. back when you were a kid. No, way back. We had to turn our own, I think. <laughs> That's go. how that went, right? I think so. Have a good one. <laughs> you too, Bob. There goes Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. And, you know, we talk about the fair going on this week. But this weekend, uh, there's something going on. And Jill had a chance to talk to uh, some folks over in central Wisconsin. We'll hear what's going on over there this weekend next. Right here on Wax. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Community service. I talk about that with young people. I talk about that with 4-H through FFA. And there are a lot of organizations out there that give back to the community. The Knights of Columbus of Marshfield also gives back to the community. In order to give back to the community, they have to do some fundraisers. I caught up with Dan McGivern. He's a member of the Knights of Columbus in Marshfield. And tell me what you guys do for your fundraiser. So we do what we call the annual Marshfield Parish Poll. So we have a big truck and tractor poll that we put on a, on a Friday night in July. And it's coming up here this Friday. We put this big tractor poll on and, and we've done pretty good over the years. And we've raised a lot of money and we've given a lot of money back to the community. Tell me about the tractor pull. Time and tickets and what kind of classes are going to be there? Concessions and gates open at 5. And uh, a lot of people, I'd be on a Friday night, they'll come right from work, um, have dinner here at you know, between 5 and 7. Pulling starts at 7. We've got a, a bunch of different trucks and tractors classes, and we've got mini rods. We do have a couple, tractor, a couple classes of garden tractors. But uh, mid-state truck pullers will have all their classes here. So we'll have four-wheel drive trucks, diesel tractors, and there's some alcohol tractors quite a good mix of stuff that really puts on a good show the mini rods put on a nice show they get a little squirrely they're fun to watch midwestern truck and tractor pull pretty much everything we're probably going to have a few semis show up this year again so that would be another a little plus well we found out what's pulling but where is the pull 
built right at the Central Wisconsin State Fairgrounds, which is right in Marshfield, right next to the Round Barn. Adults are 10 bucks, kids are 5, under 4 is free, gates open at 5, show starts at 7. Marshfield Parish Bowl. And we've got a whole bunch of different churches who get involved. We've got over 300 volunteers that help that night putting the event on. Thank you, Dan. Dan McGivern over there, and I'm sure they'll have more than just alcohol trucks and tractors. They'll probably have a few alcohol people over there, too, if those pulls, uh, if I remember right. But anyway, should be fun. Friday night over in Marshfield at the fairgrounds, big truck and tractor pull put on by the, the KCs, the parish pull. It's a quarter to six. We got more news, markets, all coming to you on WAC. Keeping it rural. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Jill, more going on courtesy of Northside Elevator. Let's give their numbers first for the day. Well, the cash prices for Northside Elevator, loyal location, corn's at 510 with soybeans at 1459. In Arcadia, corn's at 510 with soybeans at 1486. And a young lady from our area that we've known for a long, long time. And I, this is the way I put it down. One of Wisconsin's own has been voted to join the International Agricultural Safety Board. Melissa Pleckelman, outreach specialist with the National Farm Medicine Center at the Marshfield Clinic Research Institute, was elected by the group's members to the International Society for Agricultural Safety and Health Board for a three-year term. ISA is a network of professionals who play influential roles in agricultural safety and health. Pleckelman joins eight other agricultural safety and health leaders on that board. And that's a good thing. And again, also in the news, it's fair season. Trempeleau County Fair will start later in the week, but uh, today some activity in Chippewa Falls. Yes, the Northern Wisconsin State Fair starts on today at 10 o'clock will be the goat show. At 2 o'clock will be the swine show. And there's a things are rearranged so they can take advantage of the Custer Coliseum. And that's right in the middle of the grounds. It is a beautiful facility. All right. And so uh, the traditional showing schedule, as we know it in Chippewa Falls, is changed. So make sure you check the schedule. But hogs at uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Markets next on Wax as we look at some of our farm news and the goings-on, courtesy of Northside Elevator, Loyal, Arcadia, Stanley, and who knows where else in the future. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we do have markets to get to, but first of all, uh, as far as rainfall, I got a little shower last night in Eau Claire. I don't think it was much more than that. But uh, I see Kenny Mahalko from up in the Gilman area sent us his uh, kind of quarterly rainfall report. He said in April, got 3.6 inches, May 2 and 2 tenths, and June just one inches of, one inch rather, of rain. He said most of it missed our area. We're very dry. But first crop hay and other crops are amazing. So thanks, Ken. Ken Mahalko up in the Gilman area with his rain report. Well, Jill, where do we go first? Well, I'm going to add a little on to your rain report because I did end up with two-tenths of an inch last night. I checked oh, it in you? the dark okay. this morning. Good. So. I don't think it's much more than that. We're going to head down to Sparta Equity and hear from Hut Eamon this morning. Fed cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers 177 to 185. The Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers 161 to 176. The Beef and Dairy Cross Steers 150 to 170. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers 154 to 161. The Choice and Select Holstein Steers 143 to 153. With the unfinished steers, heifers, and heavy steers 97 to 142. Cow market steady with the quality beef cows $1.05 to $1.25. The Highland cows $1.00 to $1.50. 
Tarzan Utility is 84 to 99 with a low yielding in Canada cows, 30 to 83 cents a pound. Organic market today with results from the July 10th sale with the highland organic cows 155 to 180 thin and small organic cows 119 to 154 with the organic steers and heifers 170 to 180 bull market steady. Most bulls bringing a dollar to a dollar 15 with the thin full and bulls over ton discounted at 99 cents and down. Calves sold by the pound today. With a steady market with the quality Holstein bull calves bringing 225 to 375. The quality Holstein heifer calves 80 cents to $1.80. The quality beef bulls 475 to 625. The quality beef heifers 450 to $6. And the light and pork quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday, July 12th, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut aiming to Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get over to the Equity Stratford sale by now. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Got a little moisture last night, huh, Jerry? Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you and Jill. Yeah, we did right here at the house. Uh, Half an inch I went out and looked at the rain gauge a little bit ago, and so we're very, very thankful for that. And uh, I know there was some areas got probably more, some areas got less. Uh, before we run into the markets here, I just got a quick thing. Did uh, uh, and it, This is a pretty serious thing. Uh, did they get that fire under control down by Coloma? I haven't heard. I knew it was burning, but I don't know if it's under control yet. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was a pretty big fire down there in Washara County, that's for sure. So yeah, well, I know that varied on how many acres it was, but I know it's a, it's a good one to deal with. Well, what's the market been all about yesterday? Well, like I said, a lot of good stuff today, nice rain, cooler temperatures, and uh, we'll tell the folks about the market, which is also a lot of good news from yesterday here at Equity Stratford. Bob, again, thank you, and a good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, a very busy Monday here in Stratford. We'll start off with the cow market, uh, a very, uh, very, very strong cow market, high-yielding, fleshy Holstein and beef cows in yesterday's auction. We're selling from 104 to 128. We had some very fancy cows from 128 up to an extreme top of 134. Uh, most of the cows yesterday selling between 80 and 103. Thinner cows, light carcass cows, below 80. And again, folks, uh, you've got some cows to sell. Um, uh, I'll tell you, the way the milk prices doesn't pay to hang on to these low-enders. Get them to town because the market is very good. And also on the bull market, uh, steady market on the bulls. Most of the better quality bulls are selling from $1.12 to $1.22. Lighter weight bulls, $1.10 and down. Strong market on the calves yesterday. Good quality hosting bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds. Selling from 200 up to an extreme top of $400. These are the Holstein bull calves. Heifer calves, better demand from 50 up to $200. Uh, and these beef calves just continue to be astronomically high. 350 to 675 yesterday. And we did hit a top of $700 yesterday on those black Angus calves. Well, we've got to move into Tuesday here today at Stratford. We start at 10 o'clock this morning, uh, hay and bedding auction. Uh, for you folks that uh, are looking for some hay, we do have consignments of large squares, uh, both first and second crop. So that will be large squares. That will be at 10 o'clock today, 11 o'clock, dairy cattle auction, and also market auction today does feature organic cows. And, folks, we do sell organic steers and heifers and bulls if you have those. That will all be today followed by the regular market auction Following that, feeder cattle auction tomorrow at 12.30. Part of that sale tomorrow. We do have bred beef cows along with some really good quality Angus cattle. So, again, uh, a lot of stuff going on this week. Folks, you got cattle looking signed, let us know. 
is our phone number, and we're always good to always happy to hear from the folks. I know everybody's busy, and uh, Bob would send her back to you. And like I said yesterday, road uh, construction going on. In fact, uh, <laughs> right out, and I'm looking out the window here. They're working on our road this morning. So, folks, do drive careful. Take a little extra time. It's uh, can be frustrating, but uh, we got to get her done while we got the the warm weather. So, well, anyway, Bob sure. will. Yep, we'll be back here tomorrow morning. All right, Jill just did some uh, work here. 99% contained that fire down there by Coloma, so they've got it under control. Oh, that is some good news <laughs> because that was, oh, uh, I mean, it's, uh, and as dry it is down there on the sand, that could spread pretty fast. It certainly can, so they're doing their job just like you. Thanks, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. And our market's brought to you by Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland this morning. Board of Trade yesterday was higher. Beans way up. Dry weather, uh, lower-ending stocks. Corn up a nickel, still some lowest prices of 2023. Overnight, the markets were higher again. December corn went up a nickel overnight, 504 a bushel. The oats up 2 to 3 at 444. The December wheat up 11 at 674. November beans up 16 to 17 cents at 1362. And soybean meal up 660 a ton. $395.50. $395.50. Country elevator prices today. Northside elevator loyal location corns at 510 with soybeans at 1459. In Arcadia corns at 510 with soybeans at 1486. And on the DTM screen at Golden Plump corn today 538. At Baldwin, Duran, and Mondovi corns 463, beans 1421. Elmwood 473 on the corn 1421 on the beans. Fall Creek 453 and 1411. Osseo has the corn at 473, beans at 1426, Elkmont 506 and 1466, Sparta the corn is 518, beans 1476, and Ellsworth 453 and 1411. Ethanol plants corn at Boyceville 528, Stanley 503, the Richmond Grain Facility 498. Barrel cheese up to a dollar forty, blocks up five and a quarter to one forty four and a half, butter up a cent and a quarter, two forty nine and a quarter. Class three higher, July up to at thirteen ninety two, August up thirty seven at fourteen eighty nine, September up thirty nine sixteen oh one, October up seventeen at sixteen eighty five, November up eleven at seventeen forty two. A good day to go to the fair today. It's fifty seven right now, mostly sunny today. We're going to have about 78 for the high today, and they'll judge hogs in Chippewa Falls about 2 o'clock this afternoon. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi and the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.